Amen. But God spoke to me. Amen. I got on here. I, I just begin to think about it. Pray, God. God, I want you to anoint this message tonight. Amen. And God spoke to me and said, you know, this is very important to what you're going to preach tonight. Amen. I want to understand this isn't just running around. Amen. This isn't just calisthenics. Amen. I'm proud of what I do when I come to church. Amen. I'm proud, amen, to say that I'm an aisle runner. Amen. I'm proud to say that I know who Jesus is. Amen. I'm proud tonight to know, amen, that I may run around and act crazy sometimes. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm proud tonight. Are you proud, amen, of where you come from? Are you proud of your worship? Are you proud, amen, to lift your hands and to magnify the one true living God? Are you proud tonight, amen, to be apostolic? Hallelujah. Whoa, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I'm telling you tonight, we ought to be proud. Amen. Not ashamed of this. Hallelujah. I don't want to be ashamed, amen, when somebody asks you, uh, what do you believe? Uh, and I don't have a good answer for them because I don't really know how to word it, amen, and not sound crazy. Amen. Telling somebody that you speak in tongues sounds crazy to the world. Amen. Hallelujah. It sounded crazy on the day of Pentecost just as well. Amen. I don't think they understood what it was either. They had never received it. Amen. This world had never received it. Amen. But when the comforter came. Hallelujah. When the power of God fell. Amen. Something changed and something happened. They weren't afraid to go out and spill out into the streets. Amen. Speaking in another tongue. Amen. And professing who Jesus was and who they were. Amen. No longer was Peter afraid to tell the world who I am. He wasn't saying, I don't know Jesus. He was saying, I know Jesus and you crucified him. Amen. And I am. Amen. I am an apostolic. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. I love this apostolic way tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. If you would turn in your Bibles tonight. Amen. To Matthew. Amen. Chapter 27. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Chapter, Matthew chapter 27 and verse 33. I'm going to say that I don't plan on holding this too long tonight. Amen. But that could be bad at the same time. I've said that before, and I went probably twice as long as I had planned on going. Uh, but I don't, I don't anticipate doing that tonight. Amen. I get no amens. All right, I, I, I can go as long as I want. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Matthew chapter twenty-seven. Amen. In verse thirty-three through verse thirty-seven. Verse thirty-three says, "And when they were come into a place." called Golgotha, that is to say, a place of a skull. They gave him vinegar to drink, mingled with gall. And, we had, and when he had tasted thereof, he would not drink. And they crucified him and parted his garments, casting lots, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet. They parted my garments among them, and upon my vesture did they cast lots. And sitting down, they watched him, speaking of Jesus, they watched him there. Amen. Verse 37, it says, And set up over his head his accusation written, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Amen. Why don't you put your Bibles down for just a moment. Let's pray tonight that God would have his way 
in this message. Amen. Lord, we love you tonight, God. I pray right now for this service. God, I pray that the anointing, Lord, would just fall upon us. God, that your spirit, Lord, would have its way tonight. God, let the Holy Ghost just move in our midst. God, give me a double portion of your blessing, of your spirit. God, I pray. God, I pray that you would just have your way right now. God, let your plan be spoken tonight. God, let your plan be preached tonight. God, I'm merely a vessel, Lord. God, I'm merely a vessel, Jesus. Use me, God. Lord, prepare our hearts tonight, God, to receive this word. Lord, let our hearts be ready to receive this word. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, amen. 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 Say amen, and you can be seated. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen means so be it. Let it be. Amen. When you agree with something the preacher says, it's okay to say amen. <laughs> amen. Good job. Praise the Lord. You know, downstairs, I crack up downstairs on Sunday mornings because the kids come in as crazy and as wild as it gets. You know, the Sunday, if you're down there ever, if you're around them at all, you know they come in and they're wild and they're yelling and they're screaming. Amen. When it comes down that comes time for them to sit down in front, try to get them involved and say something, you can't get a peep out of them. It just makes me laugh sometimes. Amen. Sometimes we do that. We worship like crazy. Amen. During the worship service. Amen. And we just go nuts and bonkers. Amen. Over what God is doing and the spirit that we feel. Amen. But sometimes during the preaching, it, it's not that we don't enjoy what we're hearing. Amen. But the fervor, I guess, in our, in our worship. It's okay to worship during the preaching, too. Amen. It's okay to say amen and hallelujah. Amen. 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 It makes us, us young preachers feel good anyway when you amen what we say. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Tonight, uh, God has put a message upon my heart, and it has been on my heart for a week or so now, and uh, it just this afternoon, I came into the sanctuary and began to study. I was telling Brother Brandon before service that I just began to study and try to get some things down, on, and and it just I, I just felt so cross-eyed and I couldn't get it together. And guys, like just I, God said, get up. We need to pray a little bit. And so I got in here and I began to pray over what God had. I, I felt God had laid on my mind, and and as God began to reveal. His word and this message unto me today. Amen. God opened my understanding of this message today. Amen. And I sat in the sanctuary and I wept like a baby. Amen. And tonight I just pray uh, that you and I could, I, somehow I could get this message out tonight. The way that God put it inside of me. Amen. Verse 37 uh, of Matthew 27 said... It says, and they set up, set up over his head, amen, his accusation written. This is Jesus, the king of the Jews. It was his identification, and it said to the world who he was, amen. It told those that were there that saw, amen, the signage over his head. This is Jesus, amen. This is who this man is. Tonight, my message I would like to title, The Cross That Bears My Name. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, there is a cross, amen, that bears my name. Amen. Just as Jesus had a cross that he carried, and he, he took upon himself, 
And it had the inscription, this is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Amen. Hallelujah. He took upon that shame for you and I. Amen. The cross, it represents nothing short of death. There's only one purpose for a cross. Amen. During this time, uh, the Romans uh, uh, used this. They didn't invent the cross as a means of uh, execution. Amen. But they found a way. Amen. They found a way to perfect the purpose. They had a purpose for the crucifixion because it was a slow death. It was very painful. It was very, uh, uh, it was just a slow torment. Amen. If you will. And they found a way to not just uh, immediately execute a prisoner. Amen. But they took this mode of execution called a crucifixion. Amen. And the cross. And they perfected it. Amen. As a way of torment and torture. Amen. Hallelujah. I can only imagine looking upon the hillside. Amen. And the cross. A lot of times we see the cross as this is this this configuration is what Jesus carried down the street. And history, if you look into it and you study it, there was a type like this. Amen. But also there was a type. Amen. Where there were timber-like posts that were fixed in the ground permanently. Amen. And the offender would carry, amen, a beam, if you will, across his back as his arms. They would tie it to his arms. And he would carry that post, amen, unto the place where they would put him upon. The post that was fixed in the ground. Amen. And so I could imagine being a citizen of, of Jerusalem. Amen, of that day and of that time. And understanding, looking off into the distance. Amen. And seeing those posts sat into the ground. And, and seeing those day after day and passing by. And I'm sure that there was fear. Amen. Upon the, the hearts of the people. Amen. As they had seen these public executions before. They understood the, how gruesome. And they could no doubt hear the cries and the pain throughout the city. Amen. Hallelujah. And they knew and they understood that the cross meant nothing more. Amen. Than a, a means that someone were to die upon. Amen. There was no other purpose and there was no other plan. Amen. But the cross meant death. Hallelujah. Amen. Death by crucifixion was, in every sense of the word, excruciating. A lot of times we say that word very loosely, if you will. I was just, oh, I was in excruciating pain. Amen. But I don't believe that we can actually experience, amen, the depth of pain, hallelujah, that this cross, the death of a, on a cross can bring. Amen. Literally, the word in the Greek comes from a Greek word. Excruciate, excruciatus. Or, out of the cross. Our word today, excruciating. I'm in excruciating pain. Amen. The word came originally from the pain and the hurt. Amen. That is experienced when one is crucified and nailed upon a cross of execution. 
Amen. This was a painful experience. Amen. Hallelujah. My God, His name was written. Jesus was written. Amen. Upon that cross that day. Amen. The name was written. Jesus, this is the King of the Jews. Hallelujah. For the world knew, amen, who hung upon the cross that day. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Before this ever happened, amen, before Jesus was there, found Himself upon the cross that day, amen, He warned His disciples and He tried to tell them what would happen and the plan that was going to unfold. Amen. And the disciples saw it unfold like a storybook. Amen. This was the plan. Amen. Matthew In Matthew 16, verse 21, Jesus says, From that time forth, or the uh, Bible says, From that time forth began Jesus to show unto His disciples how that He must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed. And be raised again the third day. I'm telling you today. Jesus found himself upon the cross. And those that day saw him. And the disciples saw him that day. Not by accident. Amen. Jesus knew. Amen. What was to take place that day. Amen. He tried to tell his disciples. Amen. This is the plan. This is what's going to happen. Don't you worry about anything. Amen. I'm telling you right now. This and this and this will happen. Amen. Nothing surprises God. There is no surprises when it comes to God in your life. Amen. You can't come to God with a problem and surprise Him that that problem is facing you. Amen. You can't come to, you, to God and, and say, God, I need you this very hour. I, I, I'm having problems and I'm struggling with this. And it catches God off guard. Jesus walked on earth. He was God manifested in flesh. He loved me. He loved me so much. Amen. He, he took on the form of man. Amen. He walked for 33 years. Amen. He walked his lifetime. Amen. Knowing the end was coming. He knew that his death was coming. Amen. Hallelujah. But he knew he had a purpose. He knew that he had something to accomplish before that day. He knew that there was something that had to take place. Amen. Amen. Before the world saw his name. Jesus. And they saw him dead upon the cross. Hallelujah. He knew that it was to happen. Amen. Revelations 13. Chapter 13 and verse 8. It says, And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Jesus was the Lamb, amen, that was slain from the foundation. Before, the, before anything, there was a plan established in place. Hallelujah. Before, before the world knew this mode of execution, they didn't even, it didn't exist before the plan existed. Amen. It didn't exist. Amen. Before G Jesus wasn't even on the earth. And the plan was there. It was established. He knew that he must die. Amen. The, the, the sacrifices in the Old Testament. 
amen, was an example of what he would come and do. Hallelujah. Sins weren't remitted because the blood of a goat was applied, amen, to the ark of the covenant. Amen. He knew that this wasn't perfect plan, but it was part of his perfect plan. Amen. He wanted to show us. He wanted us to know, amen, that he was giving us the example throughout time. Amen. That his blood or that the blood was going to be there for the remission of your sins. The blood was going to be applied. Amen. Not you could do it. Not I could do it. Amen. There was no animal upon the face of this earth ever from the beginning of time that could accomplish. Amen. What Jesus Christ did upon the cross. Amen. There's nothing he that this world. There's no man good enough. Amen. There is no uh, political leader good enough. Amen. There is no, uh, no one in this world. Amen. No uh, country uh, uh, leader of any country. Amen. From the history of this world beginning that was good enough to die and his blood be shed for me. Hallelujah. And for you. Hallelujah. I'm telling you the crucifixion of Jesus many times. We skip kind of, we, we read through it and, and, and it'll touch us and we think about it. Amen. Jesus prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane. Amen. He knew his hour was drawing near. He knew that his time was coming to an end on this world, on this earth. Hallelujah. And he went into the garden. Amen. And he asked his disciples to pray, to wait. Amen. And Jesus, as he, as he was in the garden, as He began to pray, He understood. He wasn't, I'm telling you, I don't believe He was scared of the cross. Amen. Because as, as Jesus began to explain the things that were going to happen and that He was going to be given up to the, to the scribes or to, those, the, to the leaders and He was going to be killed and he was going to rise with the, Peter rebuked Jesus he said no you're not he said contrary to that opposite of what you say Jesus I don't care what you say you're not, I'm not going to let that happen that will not happen to you and in an instant Jesus turned the rebuke around and he rebuked Peter and called him Satan and said get behind me Hallelujah. He was not afraid, amen, to go to the cross. He was not afraid to take the pain. And he was not afraid to take and to bear the cross. In the garden, amen, Jesus is found weeping. And he is found, Luke says that there was sweat, droplets of sweat, blood was pouring, was coming from his, 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 his brow. He was hurting. The heart of Jesus was hurting. The heart of Jesus was, was crying out. Amen. Because of the plan was finally coming. And now he knew he was here so that we might be saved. He was here. He understood that now, now the world's sins might be washed away. He wasn't scared to bear the cross. He wasn't scared, amen, of the shame. He wasn't scared, amen, to feel the nails driven to his hands. 
Jesus was taken, amen, in front of some religious leaders and some political leaders. And they tried to find something to accuse him of. They could not find anything to accuse him of. Amen. They brought false witnesses against him. Amen. I'm telling you, Jesus is the truth. He says, my word is truth. Amen. You can't find anything at fault with Jesus. Amen. And so the crowd, amen, that day, the crowd that day, they begin uh, to, to, as the formalities went, he was before the officials and no one could find fault with him. No one. Amen. And they said, what do you want us to do with him? What, what should we do with this man named Jesus? Amen. It wasn't the officials that day. It wasn't the leadership that day. Amen. But it was the people that Jesus came to save that day. It was those that Jesus had walked and tried to help. It was those that tried, amen, the, the Jews, amen, that, that He came to save. It was His people. And, and I believe in the crowd, amen, there may have been one. They may not have understood what to do. Amen. They may not have known what to do. Amen. Because a crucifixion is one of the most disgraceful and cruel methods of execution. And usually was reserved for slaves, foreigners, revolutionaries, and the vilest of criminals. Amen. There was no one in a position of power that thought of Jesus Christ and said he's guilty. He is one of the most vile. He is a criminal. He has committed a crime. But that day there were those that were standing by. Amen. And somebody may have thought, or there may have been the first one to have hollered out, let's crucify him. And maybe those others looked around and said, crucify him. You understand what that means? Yes, I understand what it means. Amen. Jesus was ruining what the traditions had said. Jesus had come and done and, and stirred up all kinds of trouble. Amen. With their way of living. Amen. He faced them with sin. And he faced them with a new way to approach God. Amen. And before the crowd knew it. Before they knew it. Before it was over. They were all saying. Yes. Crucify him. Crucify him. Crucify him. Crucify him. Crucify him. Crucify him. And they didn't stop. They didn't quit. Crucify him. Crucify him. Crucify him. And the whole time, Jesus is standing there listening to those, the crowd chant, Crucify him. Hallelujah. That Jesus didn't say one word. He had a plan for you. He had a plan for me. He had a plan for those that day. For those that cried, crucify Him. Crucify Him. He said, forgive them. For they know not what they do. They don't even understand what they're doing. They don't know what this means. And so the officials that day, they washed their hands. They scourged his back. 
They tied his hands unto a post. And they took all of his clothing off of his body. And they took a cat of nine tails. It had lead balls at the end and it had bones fixed into the leather straps. And as Jesus held on, he held on to the post. And they began with all of their might. They began with everything they had within them to beat the back of Jesus. Drawing blood and ripping and tearing flesh. Hallelujah. In my study it says that the length of time on the cross before an offender will die is typically is typically reverts back to the uh, the effect or the amount of uh, the that they received the beating that they received and the scourging. The less time they spent on the cross before they died meant that they really received a lot of force during the scourging process. Amen. As you go on, Jesus was beaten so bad during the scourging that not only did He spend a little amount of time upon the cross, but He was beaten to a point so bad they had to ask a man to carry, amen, the cross beam for Jesus. He was beaten so uh, horrific, amen, that he couldn't even carry his own burden. Amen. He walked the distance to that hillside that he had seen so many times. <laughs> oh, how many times did Jesus see on that hillside the same things that everyone else in that city saw? How many times did he look upon the, the cross or upon those posts that may have set off in the distance and he just think about the day that was coming and began to think about the cross that he was going to have to bear for you and the cross that he was going to bear for me hallelujah jesus did it every day Amen. And I think he saw the cross and he anticipated and he longed for that day. Hallelujah. He wanted that day to come. Hallelujah. He embraced that death that day. He embraced it. Amen. He, he wanted it and he hungered for it. Hallelujah. Not because of the pain and not because of the, of the hurting, but because of you. But because of you, he hung there. Hallelujah. He gave us an example that day. Amen. He showed us. Amen. It's, it's nice to know that Jesus died for you and he died for me. It's nice to know that his grace is sufficient. Amen. And his blood will blot out every sin that you have. It's nice to know, amen, that when you get baptized in Jesus' name, amen, that it is not just for the, the pushing aside of your sins, but it's for the remission and the washing of your sins. It's nice, amen. Hallelujah. But I believe many see Jesus and they thank Him for His death and the cross, amen, that bore His name. This is Jesus. 
That's my king. I thank you, Jesus, for dying for me. But in Matthew chapter 16, this is Jesus again, verse 24. Then Jesus said unto his disciples, If any man will come after me. Amen. If any man will. Amen. This is a matter of will tonight. If he will come after me. From the beginning of Adam, amen, and the fall of Adam and Eve, man's will has separated God from his people, from his children. Amen. But now, he says, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Amen. For whosoever will save his life, that one shall lose it. And whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. What was Jesus trying to tell his disciples that day? He told them, I've got a cross to bear. It's a cross that no one else can bear. It's something that no one else can do. And I've got to do it. That's my plan. And that is the purpose. But not only that, I have given you access to me. But there's only way, one way that you will be able to have life with me. That is, if you go and you find a cross somewhere that says, This is Andrew Merriman, a disciple of Jesus Christ. And I find my cross somewhere. Amen. And I pick up a burden somewhere. Amen. And I pick up, amen, that cross. Amen. You know what? It may not feel good. To me, I may not understand sometimes why I go through the struggles that I go through. I may not understand the problems in my life. This world may not understand that you're an apostolic. What does that mean? Tonight I can run around and I can, we can get excited. This is what God told me tonight. It's awesome to, that we can run and and God loves this, and God, He did, gave us His Spirit. God gave us the, the Holy Ghost so that we can experience Him on earth. He told us He'd make us to sit in heavenly places. Amen. But when we walk out, or when we come in and we see, Oh, Jesus. Oh, that's my King. I love you, Jesus. Amen. But we walk out the door. And our cross is sitting upon the side somewhere. And we walk our everyday life as Peter did. Amen. When Jesus told Peter that I'm going to die, Jesus said, I, Peter rebuked him. Amen. And before it was said and done, Peter denied ever knowing Jesus. Amen. I'm telling you tonight, Peter walked with Jesus throughout his whole ministry. Peter walked with Jesus and saw the miracles. He saw the signs and he saw the wonders. Amen. That Jesus could do. He said Jesus is the Messiah. He told him. Who, uh, Jesus asked him, who am I? You are Jesus, the Son of the living God. Jesus said upon that revelation, I'm going I'm to build the church. But somewhere along the way, 
Peter saw the cross that Jesus had to bear. He saw the blood and the marred back of Jesus. And he saw him make the shameful walk down the road. And he saw him make the way down. And, and nobody was there but Jesus and the Roman centurion and the guards that led the way. And the man that, bear, that carried the crossbeam. And he saw the loneliness and he saw the shame. He saw that this is, he saw criminals crucified before. He saw murderers crucified before. Amen. But someone, Jesus told him, but take up your cross, Peter. And take up your cross or you will have no part with me. Amen. Hallelujah. How many times do we experience Jesus in service? How many times can we experience His Spirit and His power? Amen. And then walk out into this world and deny who He is. I want to be proud of being an apostolic. I want to be proud to run the aisles and tell this world, I jump and I shout. Why? Because I've got His name. It's written down in my heart. Amen. I'm carrying my cross. I'm picking it up for you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Luke, he put it this way. In Luke 9, 23, it says, And he said to them all, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Amen. Living for God is a daily experience. Amen. Every day, you've got to be a Christian. Every day, you've got to look right. You've got to act right. Amen. I'm telling you, when you bear a cross, it's uncomfortable. You don't get, to, you stand out in a crowd. You stand out when you bear a cross. Everyone knew that day, the one carrying the cross is the one that is the offender. The one that is carrying the cross he is the one that we should be shaming. It was, the, it was the job of the guards, amen, to as they were carrying the cross, to make fun of the one and to beat the one and to cast a, a punch them in the face and to hurt them and to make fun of them until the day, until the moment their last breath left their body. It was their job. That's what they did. So that they knew the shame that they brought for being a criminal upon the citizens of this city and upon this country. That was the reason they didn't just let them hang there and everyone kind of go their own merry way. That's why they hung out there and that's why they were there. Amen. It's to shame them while they carried the cross. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus carried his name upon his cross and he carried it willfully Paul said this in 1 Corinthians 15 and 31 I protest by your rejoicing which I have in Christ Jesus our Lord I die daily somewhere along the line Paul understood what Jesus was saying when Luke said that we must die daily you deny yourself and take up your cross daily amen Paul understood when he said, I die daily, Paul's telling us, you know what? I took up my cross today. 
You know what? I took up my cross today. You know what? I'm going to tell somebody about who Jesus is. I'm going to carry the burden today. I'm going to stand out today. Amen. When my friends, young people at school, want to know why I wear skirts, amen, I don't want to have some kind of uh, ho-hum excuse. I want to tell them because I believe it's pleasing unto the Lord. Amen. It's an abomination unto the Lord to wear that which pertaineth unto a man. Amen. I want to be an apostolic. Hallelujah. I want this world to know. Hallelujah. When Peter got the revelation of bearing his own cross, I believe when he stood up with the eleven on the day of Pentecost, he full well believed, okay, I'm going to stand up and I preach this message. This is the end. This is the last thing I'm going to have to say on this earth. I believe Peter really got it down inside that today I'm going to be as Jesus was. And I'm going to pick up my cross. And I'm going to tell this world who Jesus Christ is. I don't care if they come and destroy and to kill me. But I'm going to take up my cross. Amen. Also in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 1 and 2. Paul says again, And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech, or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Amen. All Paul declared to know is when Jesus died for you, amen, now your sins can be washed away. Jesus was God manifest in flesh, and He died upon a cross for you. That's all Paul had claimed to know. Hallelujah. Amen. If our musicians would come tonight, I'm going to bring this to a close here shortly. Amen. But I'm telling you tonight, we ought to bear a cross with our name upon the top. Amen. Jesus also said this about His name. It says that all men, amen, would hate you for His name's sake. Luke 21 in verse 17 it says, And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. Amen. That word, all. Hallelujah. Poor Brother Regan here. That all means a whole lot. It doesn't say that there's going to be some men that hate you for his name's sake. It doesn't say that there will be some that you go to school with that hate you. There's not going to be a, a, a few men that hate you. But it's going to be all men. You shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. Amen. I'm telling you, when you choose to live for Jesus Christ, you bear the name, amen, of Jesus upon your life. You look and you act and you should be different than the rest of the world. Amen. This world does not like those that bear His name. Amen. Jesus came and they hated Him. Amen. They hated the disciples. Amen. They hated Paul. Amen. They, because why? Because of His namesake. Because of the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And they weren't afraid to put their name upon the cross. Is taking on His name worth the cost of laying down our own lives? That's where it hits the road. The rubber meets the road today. What are you willing to do? Amen. What is the cost? Amen. To take upon His name. Luke 14 says in verse 27 and 28, And whosoever doth not bear his cross 
and come after me cannot be my disciple. Cannot is a big word. Cannot means there's no possibility. You can't even say, well, you know, I might make it. No, if you don't bear his name and his cross. Hallelujah, you cannot be his disciple. For verse 20 it says, for which of you intending to for which of you intending to build a tower sitteth not down first and counteth the cost, whether he hath sufficient to finish it. Amen. Jesus isn't talking about, amen, Jesus isn't talking about building a house. He's using that as an example. The verse before it's telling him, if you're going to take up the cross and follow me, you better count the cost. Amen. Let's stand together tonight. You better count the cost. Hallelujah. What is the cost? Amen. To follow after Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. What is the cost tonight? Well, the cost is going somewhere, finding some place, looking at the name on that cross. Oh, that's Brandon Hill. And that's Trish Reeder. Where's it at? Where's it at? I don't know. It's here somewhere. It looks, it looks so heavy. God, why that cross? God, that does that. Look how heavy that is. God, you, I don't, I don't know if I can bear this cross, but not my will. Oh, anybody feel that way tonight? Jesus, not my will. God help me. Oh God. Oh God. Thank you for giving me strength. Thank you, Lord. Oh, for giving me the strength. You bared the cross for me. <laughs> you bared your cross for me, Jesus. I can make it to the finish line. It kind of hurts, God. It, it, I feel the pain, and it's it, it, it's just scratched. It, it's it's busting my back open again. Oh God, but I'm gonna. God, it's got my name written all over it. God, I'm going to bear the cross that has my name upon it. Hallelujah. 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 Let's bow our heads tonight, church. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs>